Hey guys, this is Trevor. This is the uh, Land Investing Dirt Road Wealth Podcast. I uh, want to do a real quick hitter uh, today talking about a couple things I was discussing um, with a new client today and talking about being stressed out, having money in a deal, not being able to get your money back out, lots of things like this. And so um, this was brought up to me a couple different times. I've done this two or three times, um, but also majority of my deals are all partnerships anyway, so it allows me to hedge my bets uh, and diversify my risk a bit. Anyway, um, what are you talking about? How are you talking about it? What I'm talking about is the, um, say you find a good deal at 100000 it's worth two hundred, right? Every, you scrape your every penny together, you get a hundred thousand dollars in a deal, right? It's worth two hundred, but it's taking some time to sell, and you're freaking out because you got a hundred grand and all your capital's tied up into that, right? Here's the best way that I know how, and maybe you can reach out to me and leave me some information on how you do it and how it's so much better than this. But the whole reason that we would buy stuff is to keep more ourselves, right? It's to keep more of the end profit. Uh, also, a lot of times when you're using your own cash, you're coming in and buying things because you're under a time, kind of a time crunch, right? Get a deal done. You know, they'll, they'll only sell it to you at 100. They know it's worth, you know, maybe 150, but you know it's actually worth 200, right? Is because you got cash, can close and as soon as the title company gets done with all their stuff, right? Then you're like, well, now I'm stuck. Now I don't only do have to do that, but I've got, you know, say another twenty or thirty thousand dollars I need to force appreciation on the deal to get it to the two hundred or two hundred and twenty or whatever it may be. And now you're really sitting there going, How the heck am I gonna get my money back out? Especially since the market slowed down a little bit. Well, I'm gonna tell you. What you're gonna do is you're gonna buy that property into a there's different mechanisms to do it right but you buy it in your llc buy it cash and then you're going to there's multiple different ways if you do individual or series llc's where you've got like an llc per for per project which is not necessarily what most people are going to do but if you can come in and do that you can sell shares at a different price or different ratio than what you bought it for, right? So that means that you're going to come in and say you got it for a hundred thousand or a hundred, you know, hundred dollar in. You can do where you're going to sell, you know, sixty percent or fifty percent or thirty percent or whatever it is of the shares of that particular or ownership percentage of ownership of that particular deal to your people that know, like, and trust you, right? Probably an easier way is to come in and say you bought it, you put it in your LLC, you bought it cash. What you're going to do is you're going to come in and you're going to allow your investors to come in and be lien holders on the property, okay? And so they're going to come in at whatever ratio that is 
and say they bring in $100,000, right? So you get back all your first $100,000 out of it. You got no basis into it. Maybe, you know, they may want you to keep some money in the game, one skin in, skin in the game. But they come in, they've got it at 100, right? It's worth 200. You get all your money back out and you're going to give them a 30% rate of return on their money, right? Or 20 or 15 or 10 or 5 or whatever the best price that you can possibly get it in at. That allows you to keep 70% of the profits, right? Let's say you can sell it for 200, just plain easy numbers, right? So you're going to make 70,000 bucks on the deal. They're going to make their 30 on their 100, be very, very happy because their basis is still 50% of loan of ARV, right? Uh, or market value, excuse me, I guess it wouldn't be ARV. There's no repairs. Anyway, um, then if that takes a little time, you're able to come in and take that hundred grand that you took back out and do it again, right? Maybe it's a two fifty thousand dollar deals or, or what, whatever that is, or you just put that money back in your pocket to find another one and do the same thing, right? And obviously, this is oversimplification, but again, you can find something at fifty cents on the dollar, sell something at or put a first lien on it at 30% rate of return or 20% rate of return, rinse and repeat. You can, instead of having that $100,000 being held up forever, you're going to use that $100,000 to buy really good deals, and you're also going to get you out from under the gun, right? And I mean that in two different ways. One, it's bought. No one else can come in and try to swipe it underneath you, right? And then two... You are not stressed out about interest rates or ticking time if it takes you six months or a year to sell a thing, right? That, in my opinion, is the quickest way to use your capital to buy good deals. It's also the quickest way that you can come in and provide that kind of quick turnaround. It's another option. If you don't have that hundred grand, right? All right, let's go back to this. You're going to borrow a hundred thousand dollars. You're going to find a really good deal, right? It's worth a hundred or worth two hundred. You're going to buy it for a hundred. You're going to borrow that hundred thousand, right? And you're going to give them ten percent simple interest with a three year, three month minimum, right? So they're going to make three grand on the deal, no matter what. Okay. You buy it with the short-term money, right? Because more people are willing to do lower rate of returns if they know they're going to get it back quicker. That's just the way the world works, right? Time, value, money. Then you can also then find a longer-term investor or turn that short-term note into a longer-term profit-sharing, preferred rate of return, whatever that may be, okay? So let's say I use my dad or my uncle Jim Bob, and I'm like, Jim, Uncle Jim Bob, or no, actually, let's not say that. Let's say, yeah, Uncle Jim Bob, hey, I got 100000 I need 100000 bucks. I need to get this deal done. It's worth, you know, 200 I know you don't want to hold on to it for the long haul and everything, but I'll give you 10% of your money, guaranteed 3%, $3,000 $3, minimum 
on this. I need to hold it for probably a couple months. Are you willing to do that? Most people are going to say yes, right? Then that's when you can come in with the second. You can slowly pick your buyer or your investor, right, that might be willing to go in a little longer term with you, okay? Lots of different ways of doing this. Um, whether that is a buy, you can even do that when you've used bank money, right? You come in, you buy a big subdivide, you need to deleverage some. The bad thing is, is the guarantee is still going to be on your ass, but you can sell shares of that LLC that owns that particular project and get recoup a big chunk of your capital. Okay. Again, that's still probably the best way that I know to rinse and repeat and do it over and over again, okay? Whether that's your own money that you're cashing back out, whether it's someone else's money, short-term money that you're cashing into longer-term money, either way, if you can find a good deal, negotiate a good deal, make offers on good deals, right? Don't make offers based on your pocketbook. Make offers based on your network, okay? Have a great day. Wonderful weekend. We'll talk to you soon. Bye.